0: Welcome to The Dive Podcast, presented by Willamette Week. I'm your host, Hank Sanders. Join us every Saturday for a deep discussion about the biggest stories of the week. Go behind the scenes with journalists, political figures, and newsmakers to get a unique look at our city. And also, I want to hear from you, the listener. So please send any questions, critiques, or sponsorship inquiries to my email at hsanders at Thank you so much, and enjoy this episode of The Dive Podcast. Welcome back to The Dive Podcast. I am your host, Hank Sanders. It's great to have you with us today on November 27th for episode 48 of The Dive. This week we have a really fun interview for you, so let's get into it. Our guest is commonly known as the man behind Jerry's Pizza. Jerry's Pizza is a brand new pizza place here in Portland, and they've gone viral for attracting tens of thousands of customers to their site for their weekly pizza drops. You buy it once a week at the beginning of the week, and they sell out in seconds. They're the hottest restaurant right now in Portland, so I wanted to know all about Jerry's Secrets. Here's our interview with Jerry. All right, Jerry, thanks so much for joining. Let's start with this. Tell us about yourself. Tell us who's Jerry. Where are you from? What are you doing in Portland? Tell us your story.
1: Uh, originally, our uh, family's from the north side of Chicago, and uh, I kind of split time between uh, Chicago visiting grandma and, and, and dad. Lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a while. Lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, so I lived in a number of Midwestern cities. Um, my fiance, Lauren, took a job at Nike, which brought us to Portland, and that's kind of how we ended up uh, out here in the Pacific Northwest, in the Rose city.
0: Yeah. So what was that like when you when you're deciding, Okay, well, now I'm going to have to move everything, go over to Portland, this place that uh, that already has a competitive food scene and a competitive pizza scene. I saw in one article that much debated article that said that Portland has the best pizza in in the country. What made you think, Okay, now I'm going to now I'm ready to take the Portland food scene very different than the Chicago food scene.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure if you're aware or how many people are aware, but I have absolutely no background in food. So to answer, kind of answer that question. Like, I never meant to, I didn't move to Portland to like make pizza I didn't move here to to make food or anything. Um, that just kind of happened. So basically, uh, the story goes like this. Um, COVID happened and I was working in sales for a company called Wild here in Portland. Uh, it's a cannabis company. I'm sure maybe you've heard of it, a cannabis edible company, but COVID happens and we're gonna be spending a lot of time at home. We're both gonna be working from home. So I figured. We're in, I'm going to need a hobby. I'm going to need something to do while we're spending all this time at home. So essentially I just started, she's from Wisconsin. I'm from Illinois. Like I said, so we both grew up eating Thin's workout pizza. So at first I couldn't find any yeast, uh, because everybody was making bread. So there's no yeast at any, at any of the stores I went to. There's just no yeast in the city of Portland. Everywhere I went, no yeast, no yeast. So I went to Trader Joe's and I bought a pre-made dough ball and I made a pizza and it wasn't great, uh, but it wasn't terrible. So I knew I could make that better. Lauren got on next door and she asked if anybody in the neighborhood had yeast. Somebody did, they brought yeast over. Then I started making my dough with, you know, a yeasted dough. Um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot I could talk about, but that's kind of how it all got started. And then from that point, Lauren posted a picture on Instagram and her coworkers then start, started asking for pizza. So then I started making pizza for kind of her coworkers. Then I started making pizzas kind of for our neighbors and friends and then I made an Instagram and posted a picture, uh, a couple pictures and whatnot. And then random people started re- DMing and reaching out and asking for pizza. So I created literally an Excel spreadsheet with person's name when they reached out. So then I would just work my way down my list, making pizzas at night. Well, I worked, I worked all day. I'd make dough and sauce or sausage or whatever in the mornings and sauce. I'd make pizzas or I'd work all day and I would make pizzas at night. People come to my house, they pick them up.
0: So this is miles away from actually you thinking about doing anything with it. You were just, this was just a hobby at this point.
1: Oh yeah. This was just a hobby. I mean, it was, like I said, this all just happened because of COVID like it, like maybe I would have started making pizza if it wasn't for COVID, but I I'll never know. I'll never know the answer right. to that. But It basically started because of that. It was just a hobby to, to, because spending so much time at home, I just needed something to do. After a few months, I kind of looked at this list and I did the math. I was like, okay. I have X amount of people on this Excel spreadsheet and I'm doing four to six pizzas a night. Cause that's all I could do. I mean, I don't have any equipment or anything. I'm rolling everything out. I'm just throwing it in the oven on a pizza stone. And, um, I'm like, this is, this is over, this is over a year and a half. That's how many people are on this list. It would take me a year and a half out of my house to get to like, and people kept reaching out. So it was only going to continue to grow. So then, uh, this girl, Jane, she has her own little company here in town and she, uh, she came by to drop off. She curates wine. So Lauren drinks wine. She curates wine. And she came by and dropped off wine. And I answered the door and she was like, oh, what's that smell? And I'm like, oh, I'm making pizzas. It was in the evening. So I was making pizza. People were coming to pick them up. She, I was like, hey, do you happen to know anybody with dive bar? So I was like, maybe I, maybe I could meet somebody or find somebody that has a you know, a kitchen that I could utilize um, to, to kind of make more of these things. So essentially, she's like, actually, I do. I know the owner at the Bear Paw. So cool. Got his name called the bar the next day. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So when you're making these pizzas, are you making, you said, because it started off as friends and family, are you making them, are you charging them for just at cost? Are you making money on these? No, so I the, never, my...
1: I was never making any money. I was basically, um, what I was doing was because it wasn't like a legit operation. So I was like, always afraid that I was going to get in trouble by the health department or something. Cause I'm like right. selling, I'm selling a food product out of my house. So I never was like, I'm not going to sell these things. So what I was doing was I was just kind of giving them away and taking feedback on how I could like improve it. So that's what I was doing. I was just taking donations. People would just donate money. And then I would, I would, um, I would donate that money, but it got to a point after a few months where people were like, yes, continue donating. We love that aspect, but you should, you should also um, keep some of it because we want you to open something more official to where we can get this on a more regular basis. So that's that's what happened and then and then i open or i'm like okay i now rewind to a to the uh bear paw so i called the bear paw the next day and i, I just basically was like hey is the owner there no um and then i just started asked the bartender i said hey do you guys have food he's like yeah and i wasn't super familiar with the state of oregon and if you sell liquor you have to ha- you know have food um at your establishment so they're like yeah we have to have food because we sell liquor and I was like, do you make a lot of food? Not really. Um, I was like, well, I make pizzas. Is there any interest in me, like potentially making pizzas at the tavern? And he took down my information, gave it to the owner owner calls me the next day. And, uh, and, um, he was like, yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think this was real, but I looked you up on, you know, online social media and whatever. And then I, you know, saw that you, you are like somewhat not legitimate, but like you are actually making pizzas and whatnot. So I, uh He's like, just make a pizza. So I made a pizza. I brought it in. He took a bite and whatever. And he's like, yeah, like let's do something. So that's kind of how that, that's kind of how that all started.
0: So your sales pitch is, like you said, it's a bite of your pizza. So what is, what's special about your pizza? What did you do in that time between the Trader Joe's ball and selling the pizzas? What's the dough looking like? What's the sauce? What's special about it?
1: I just like kind of mess around I'd, in the house. I'd, I'd watch videos and everything and and that's kind of how I learned or taught myself how to, how to make dough and the sauce. I got a little lucky because my grandmother left her pasta sauce recipe um, when she passed away. And I essentially took that. Um, so that's kind of the, the sauce route sausage. Um, I, I was making it for the longest time. And then sometimes I won't, I found a good sausage that out of Chicago that I actually can get in Portland that I really enjoy. So I'll use that from time to time. I, I do want to get back to making my own at some point, for me, it was important to get cheese from Wisconsin because I lived in Wisconsin. I grew up near Wisconsin. Um, my fiance is from Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin is the dairy state. So that was something that was really important to me to make sure that I'm getting cheese from, from there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little bit, I don't know if you want me to go in more detail on, on like what I do. I mean, I don't, I, I've kind of learned, like, I don't have secrets. Like I don't care. Like I'm learning as I go and I don't, you know, so it's like, I can tell you like the process of making, like, I don't know what you want to know, I guess.
0: Yeah. I'd love to go into that in, in a little bit, but have you quit your other job? Is this full
1: time now? Yeah. Yeah. So I quit my other job. I want to say, shoot, I don't even remember when I did it. Like I said, it just got to a point and then I, and then I met the owner at the bear pond and they were like, yeah, you can do something. So then I bought some, I bought like three I bought a mixer for making dough. I bought um, a little electric countertop pizza oven and then I bought um a dough sheeter which essentially sheets out dough um you, you have your dough balls it you throw it through this machine and it like sheets it out so you don't have to like hand roll it bought a couple pieces of equipment I moved it into the bear paw and then my friend got a website set up pretty quick but the thing is it's like because of this list that I created when I was doing it my house I knew there was kind of a demand for it and I knew people were enjoying it but so I knew it was going to be like popular but I didn't I didn't expect for it. And again, it's my own fault. Like I kind of did all this to myself. Like as far as like, again, that's another thing is social media. Like I didn't use Instagram. Like I didn't, I never really used Instagram. Like I had one, but I would never post it. I never really did anything until this. And then that thing just kind of grew. So now it's like, I've, I've learned that like social media is, I mean, pros and cons, right. There's a lot of, a lot of things that I dislike about social media, but it's a very easy way to get something out there to, to the people. So the power of that is, is pretty interesting. And I've learned that where, where it's like, it's the goal was for me to be able to make more of these things, which I was able to, I was doing four to six a night. And then I was doing like 25 to 30 a night in the bar by myself to be quite frank and be honest. Like I haven't made pizzas for about two months because I got to kind of a point, like, I haven't really told anybody this, but I got, well, besides Lauren, my fiance, maybe a couple of friends of mine, but like, it got to a point where I was like, very. Uh, and I don't want this to like come off the wrong way or anything. I know I'm not asking for people to be like, Oh, you know, like you're, it's all good, whatever. But like, it got like really overwhelming. Cause it went from like, I never worked in kitchens. I never did anything to like, to like, um, to just like selling out in two to three minutes for the full week. And, and it being really hard to get And ultimately my, ultimately my goal is the complete opposite actually. Cause I've gotten a lot of people like that, like get mad or like write bad reviews and stuff. And they've never even had the pizza, but they'll just do that because it's hard to get. And it's like, like, and they make assumptions about me and what I'm trying to do when they don't even understand or realize that like I'm doing it this way for a specific reason. And that reason is for me to learn as I go scale slightly with little to no risk because I'm not, I'm not in like a brick and I'm not forced to like have to do anything. If I want to take two months off and fit revamp and kind of figure a few things out to make it more efficient or to, or for whatever reason, I can, I can actually do that. Whereas if I had an actual brick and mortar, if I had a, for me, I feel like that would be, that would be stupid to do. Like I, this is my, this is literally my learning stage of this journey. Like, I don't know where it's going to go, but right now at the bear pause, this is my chance to like, learn, make mistakes, you know, scale at my own kind of pace. You know, I just, hi, I just hired my first person. So his name's Nick. He's super cool. We're going to, you know, we're in there every morning trying to tweak and figure things out. And how, how can we make more of these things? Cause I do, I do want it to be more accessible. Like that's ultimately what I want. You know, when I
0: had been reading the articles about you, uh, William a week, I think was covering it more than, than any other paper I you know saw, but you know, mercury and other things talking about your, your work and 30,000 people coming to, uh, to these pizza drops or, you know, kind of a Supreme kind of yeah. style. So my question is. You know, when I was first reading it, I was like, "Oh, this guy's got kind of a he's got he's got a messaging thing going on here, where he's trying to like control the supply and demand to increase hype about his pizzas." And he's like, "You know what I mean?" With this, it just seems like what it is, where it's like a supreme drop, where it's it's actually
1: not like it's it's truly like that's actually the opposite. It's just what happened for whatever reason. That's just how that's just it's like I can't go back in time. Like again, I keep saying I did this kind of to myself because of like. Different publications and then utilizing Instagram and stuff like that. But, but I guess like looking back on it, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to, I didn't know this was going to happen. And it's funny because like this whole I've been, I, well, I was in Italy. We had a wedding in Italy. So I was gone for a few weeks and I was in Chicago and then I haven't made pizzas. I think the last time I sold pizzas was like September, like around my birthday, September 25th or something like that, or 20 or 27th, I think was my last day, maybe a Tuesday. So it's been, almost two months since I've sold pizza and one one, because I was gone, but then two, because like I said, it kind of got a little overwhelming and it never, the goal was never to like create this, like, like hyper demand. It And and it's funny because like, I feel like a lot of people would, would want that.
0: Yeah. I'm like, the, I'm it's, like, I'm you're like, acting like that's a bad thing to have 30,000 people trying to come and get your
1: pizzas. It's because I feel bad. Yeah. Like, I like, like I truly am like, I feel bad. Like, I don't want it to be, I always want to be busy, like or I don't. Or I don't have a business, right? If, I, if no one right. wants my pizza, then I have then I have nothing, right? Then, right. I, then I don't have anything. So yes, it is good It is a pro that there's a demand, right? There is a demand, but like and and like I'll never be able to fulfill thirty thousand people demand, like that's impossible. But I but the goal, like I mentioned, was it was never for this to kind of happen. But it's what happened, yeah. and, and now I now I'm now I'm just trying to navigate and figure out like what. Like, what can I do right now, to to kind of scale that even even more than than just going into the bar? So that's why I hired somebody. And then this, I've been completely like, people have enjoyed the pizza, so I don't want to change much about it. But I but I, I I came to a point where like, I needed to change some of the processes because they were super inefficient. Because again, without having any experience, right. I taught myself how to make dough. And like, if I told you how I was making dough, you'd be like. Like what are you doing? Like
0: I last question here. I saw you uh you now that you're on Zoom, I saw that you shaved off your mustache, your patented
1: mustache. So so that like I don't I don't even take this the wrong way. It was kind of an accident. I kind of brought it in too much. And like if you bring it in oh, too geez. much. Oh geez. Yeah. So it's like I didn't it's bring all it gotta like, go. Not, I didn't bring it that far, but like if you if I started creeping in even more, now we're talking like we're going right. down a down a road that like we don't wanna that, that mustache is, is no longer, it is, it is, it is, uh, vetoed and not, not okay. So people won't um, think of,
0: people won't think of Groucho Marx when they see that
1: <laughs> or, or, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Right.
0: Exactly. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's, there's, there's only one person that people think of and yeah, right. I didn't want to I don't want to be associated in any way, shape or form with that. Individual. <laughs> uh, but, um, it'll be back. Yeah, okay. Um, just, just a little bit of yeah, a mishap. It, it more it than has I, I have no choice, but it's like funny. It's like, it's, it's on, on like your logo. Weird. It's
0: on your website. It's on your it's I know. social media. And,
1: and I'm kind of looking at it like this. I'm kind of looking at it like this. It's like, it's like, I'm in this weird stage of like this whole, like um, pizza making journey. Right. And, and I, and, and I'm known for like, that's the thing. It's like, it, it, like I'll be out in Portland and people will fucking stop me every, you know, it's like, and that's another thing. It's just like really from, from just working my job, doing whatever, like living to like being stopped around town and stuff, which again, I did to myself. My logo is literally my face. So that's, I'm not, you know, I did that to myself, but it was just like, it was just new and weird. And, and, um, I I guess I'm like, I'm like, yes, I messed up. But then I'm like, maybe this is like what I needed, just like shave it off, just figure a few more things out and then open grow up in the time it grows back, which shouldn't take too long for me. Um, the mustache is back and then we're open again. Like, it's like this, you know, I'm looking at this kind of stupid, but I'm like, okay, I got, I got until this thing, I, this is how much time I have. I have enough time for this thing to grow back out. (laughs) I got to be ready to, to make pizzas again in the tavern. So hopefully it all works out that way. Thanks so much.
0: Well, folks that's our show thank you so much for listening to this episode of the dive podcast come back next week we've got a really nice slate of shows for the next couple weeks as we round out the year here till then take care i hope you had a great thanksgiving stay safe keep listening for a week i'm hank sanders we'll see you next week